So it's very important to, one, care more about your priority. If you have a message to share, you know, you just have to do everything it takes to spread your message to more people. So getting out of your own self-consciousness about your looks or feeling superficial, that just all gets erased once you attract all the, all the people and the opportunities that will come naturally when you learn to look confident and look good and make us feel good as a result. Plug into the minds of the world's cutting-edge innovators, visionaries, and thought leaders, rewriting the rules of high performance at work. It's your time to make an impact. I am your host, Jason Campbell, and this is Superhumans at Work, a Mind Valley podcast. Welcome to Superhumans at Work by Mind Valley. I'm your host, Jason Mark Campbell, and before we get started, tell me, if you could change anything in your life, what would it be? Would it be your body, your career, your relationships? Thankfully, you don't have to choose. As a Valley member, you'll get instant access to the wisdom of world-class personal growth teachers and programs that can evolve you in every way for just $2 a day. Are you ready to make a change? Start transforming your life today at mindvalley.com forward slash superhuman. Hi, everybody. This is Jason Mark Campbell. Welcome back to Superhumans at Work. I have someone incredible in my life who's been a friend, a mentor, really someone who's been an agent of transformation in my life, working on something that maybe most of you have never even considered putting attention to. Aya Jean is a style coach, image consultant, confident coach. It's really hard to put a label around what she does, but she really walks people through understanding the importance of how they can use what is their exterior appearances to create better opportunities in their professional and their personal life. Now, you might be thinking you're somebody who may or may not need this advice, but I'll promise you this. I ended up going on a five-day transformational journey with Aya, and this was as I was going to do a talk in Japan. By going through these five days, I learned so much about ways of bringing my mannerisms in a different way, about how I can style myself, and really being able to be a better expression of myself. And what happened shortly after this was amazing because I ended up having more opportunities happening in the workplace that seemed to come effortlessly. I had a lot of amazing things happen in the personal life where people just seem more joyful, more excited, more complimenting on the little attention and care I decided to put to the physical appearance. And the transformation that happened inside was absolutely mind-blowing. So you may be someone with an important message. You may be a coach. You may be working within your career looking for opportunities. And I promise you this, for the short time we're going to spend here with Aya, you're going to learn some simple tricks and tips and understanding the importance of why what you do on the external makes a difference on the internal and really makes an impact in your life. So if you want to be that superhuman, we're going to look at what does a superhuman look like and Aya is going to guide us through that journey. Aya, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Jason. I'm so excited to be here and sharing our secret tricks with your community. Well, I would love to be an open book because for me, that was a, that was a significant transformation. It happened about two, three years ago now. And it was amazing. I never considered that this would be something I would go through. And it came as a beautiful opportunity. And I'd kind of love to start where, what is the typical 
point where people end up reaching out to you? Like what are the typical struggles that people face before they start working with someone like you? Yeah, well, I think in your case, I used to watch you and Vision after I met Jeffrey Allen, who also spoke at my workshop. And when I was watching you, I just loved what you were saying, but I was very distracted with what you were wearing, both of you. <laughs> and because I used to run a model agency for almost 20 years, I modeled myself for 43 years, I have this, you know, acquired this skill where I can see what you can look like. So when I see people, I see what they can look like. And most people aren't exactly maximizing everything that you already have. And it's only natural because we didn't grow up learning posing tips or what our top features are. And our mothers told us that we look good in anything. And then we found out the hard way that, and then became our worst critics. So it's only natural that we, you know, most of us aren't equipped with these skills. So first comes awareness. And when they come to me, they are usually asking for a wardrobe makeover or a nice photo, unlike the photos that they took perhaps with another professional photographer. But the issue with using professional photographers is they don't give you posing tips and you're only taking your own clothes and you don't know how to put them together. You also don't know what your best angles are. So there's only so much you can do, even if you invest a lot of money in professional photography. So there's a bit of prep work you need to do before you take any photo. And honestly, I don't think there's a need to invest a lot of money into professional photography. So practicing some posing beforehand, knowing your angles, knowing that you don't have to just look straight at the camera, which, by the way, is actually your worst possible thing you can do. You know, we can share a little bit of those tips for people to add some variety in their poses. And at the end of the day, I think it's about practice. And of course, being open, <laughs> you have to go through a bit of getting out of your comfort zone moments. So I've went through this journey and of course it was uncomfortable at first, magical mm -hmm. once I put a bit of attention and learned some of the right tips. But mm -hmm. even if I back up from that, which is, you know, why do I want that picture? Why should I be looking my best? Like I know I've, I've kind of shared to it some of the transformation that happened in my life, but how, in your words, why should people even try? Oh, I actually, in my not so humble opinion, I actually find it's our duty to radiate who we are in a way, you know, people can see us because people, most people just believe in what they can see. And our first impression for better or for worse is our, how we show up and how we show up to the world is showing respect to our hosts, to our audience, to our family, our dates, our partners, our friends. So even, you know, let's take going to a fancy restaurant, for example, if you just, it, just because you can afford it, if you show up in flip-flops, it's just disrespectful. So learning how to dress and coordinate your clothes, learning the right posture and the right ways to use your masculine hands or feminine hands, your voice, pacing, all of these things are factors that affect our first impression that makes us want to continue to watch you, to listen to you, to be, you know, be with you more, be more like you. Once you learn these skills, which is easily acquirable because anyone can be attractive, you can have a lasting impression. You don't have to pitch yourself anymore or brag about your Harvard degree or your black MX or your Ferrari anymore. And that's just such a much more better return on investments in life 
when you learn ways to evoke curiosity and become impactful, you don't have to do anything. Your life becomes effortless and you just have fun waking up to your hot self. <laughs> I was going to say, it's, I love your unapologetic way of putting the facts of how things operate. And I kind of want to put it on a timeline here. You've obviously worked in, in modeling for a long time. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed if this trait of, you know, being making that first impression, is it mm-hmm. even more important now? Have things changed? Is our attention span even shorter? Nowadays? Oh my God, yes. Yeah, so let's take even Facebook requests, right? I'm sure you get a bunch, I get a bunch. And this is the same as when I was running my model agency. Girls who wants to join my agency initially sends in their pictures. But some of the pictures they send in, even if they might be beautiful or let's say blurry or cropped wrongly, or they're in a not so attractive clothes, right? So I need to be very careful in my assessment there to see if I even want to meet them because most people don't know how to, how they look their best yet. Yeah. And nowadays it's like, you don't even have to see people. If you just get like one good photo on your website for your SNS, you could use that photo to interact So people will want to listen to your podcast, for example, just because they feel they're talking to your Calvin Klein picture of you, for example, in your case. (laughs) And it just gives us a better feeling. So what we've discussed so far, at least what I understand, uh, and especially with working with you is, yes, there is importance that is made, especially when it comes to first impressions. This Mm -hmm. is relevant in the workplace. This is relevant in our personal lives as well. And you, you speak a lot about these pictures. So I want to I wanna kind of shift towards understanding what are some of the elements or plays where what we've done to put attention to our appearance really comes into play. We talk about pictures. You talked about going to a social event or even showing up at work. And I wanted to kind of elaborate. What are the big differences about the ways we show up in person? And where does that contrast of where we appear, let's say, online or in pictures? Oh, so online, it's easier. It's just our top half, for example. So if I'm coaching a man such as you, I would, you know, I'm a big believer in using the law of polarity to our advantages. So for men, I advise them to show their masculinity, your Adam's apple, your broad shoulders, your wide chest, your big hands, your eyebrows. These are all tools that you can incorporate because most of our communication is done non-verbally anyway. So you could say the same thing, but in a more impactful way and using what you've got just to make a much more bigger impact when you're online. I think most of us have gone online so much so that people just show up in their sweats sometimes without giving consideration to the effect that they're giving the others. But it doesn't matter how small your Zoom meeting is or how big your online programs are. I think it's just really important to become more mindful of how you show up. And that includes what you wear, how you wear and what you do and don't do. And so for this whole culture of people that say, because we work from home, I can stay in those sweatpants, you're saying it actually changes the way that you show up in every situation. Yeah, this is true in life. You know, when somebody smiles at us on the street, we we're instantly elevated. We have this power to inspire others just by the way we show up. And that actually impacts the amount of success you'll have 
especially if you're, you know, in the workforce. I mean, I don't want to name names, but let's just take a good example. Barack Obama, he's pleasing to the eyes. I mean, this is why we pay to go see art in a museum. So we want to see things that are impactful, inspiring, attractive, something that makes us feel good. So it is what we see, but we are only concerned about what we feel, right? We want, everybody wants to feel good. And one easy way to make anyone feel good is by paying some attention to be pleasing to the eyes of others. And it's also showing respect to ourselves and to others. So we've talked about how we can actually make this happen. I'd love to go into more of the specifics. So if I'm listening to this and I'm like, okay, I, uh, I get it. Maybe I want to do a few upgrades. I mean, I would assume there's some big, broad differences between men and women, but I'd love yes. to maybe know what are some of the things that is applicable maybe to both sexes, or if we can talk about either or, um, that could be some easy places to start. Sure. I think for men, as I said, just focusing on using your masculine features as the ones I mentioned earlier and the way, for example, pick a shirt instead of wearing a loose black Hanes t-shirt, wear a slim fit t-shirt. And if you don't actually have broad shoulders or a wide chest, especially online, you might be uncomfortable, but make it look comfortable by broadening your shoulders and widening your chest. Use props, you know, use wine glass. I mean, it depends on how casual your online programs are or meetings are. But you could use props, including the back of your chair. You could tilt your head. You don't have to look straight at the camera. And we talked about this before, but never protrude your face into the camera because you need reading glasses or you need to read something. Another big part of my program is to be smooth and subtle and sexy and suave. So by looking eager, you're kind of showing that you're desperate and who wants to buy from a desperate salesman? So you have to look. I want to jump into that one because I yeah. think it's one of the funniest full pause that we do. And I yeah. think, is it more of a male thing? Is it more men no, that do this than women? No, women do that. Especially those who need reading glasses, I think, because when they're, where they're instigating their own, um, I don't know, Insta Live, for example, and they're trying to read the chat box or something, they just go close to the screen. But then you're showing your double chin, your face looks bigger, your wrinkles show up. I mean, it's just like, oh my God, seriously, it's not that important to read the chat, I think. But I mean, I'm not, <laughs> I, I'm actually going, you know. Before we continue, I just want to tell you a little bit about Mindvalley membership. For all of you personal development junkies like me out there, growing in one area of your life just isn't enough. That's why we made Mindvalley membership to bring you the best personal growth programs on the planet so you can evolve every day in every way. Whether you want to get crazy fit, build a business, or manifest more money in your life, there's a quest for that. And now you can access every single one for just $2 a day. So if you're striving to become the best self and live the life you deserve, try out Mindvalley membership at mindvalley.com forward slash superhuman. 
So what I was wanting to do here is just ensure when you're talking about leaning in, so like anytime you're doing a meeting, if, whether it's in person, but you know, most of us are doing this online now, don't lean towards the camera. So you're like calling it the eager beaver look, yeah. which makes you look needy, which makes yes. you not look relaxed. And so yes. the opposite of that would just be, you just want to have, you know, being more laid back. You said using props or putting like a pillow in your back, et cetera. Or you can lean on the back of your chair. You could also pop your uh, elbow onto a desk if you have desk in front of you. You can hold your microphone. You can use some poses like to accentuate your five o'clock shadow or your sexy lips, for example. And you could actually intentionally do this. So for men, for example, I really like the forehead wrinkles that James Dean is famous for, George Clooney is famous for, Ryan Gosling, Tom Ford. They all do this on purpose. They actually say things to give off that look just because they know it's sexy. So it's like most of us are like, you know, look at the camera and smile and hope that it turns out okay. But no, just take a lot of photos, take a lot of selfies and videos and see which angles work for you, which expressions make you look hot. And then incorporate that into your talk. Say things that give you that look like, oh, is that right? And you'll get a forehead wrinkle naturally. And you can also make your eyebrows more impactful with what you say. Amazing. Now, if I'm someone that's actually doing this or feeling uncomfortable in doing this, like, mm -hmm. of course, practice makes perfect, but you're talking about finding kind of your sexy angles. How do you explore that? Like, because I feel like at the beginning, you might start with saying like, yeah, I like I know when I've always told myself I didn't look good. That was kind of the mindset I had even before we just started working together having when you're starting from that point actually start going okay maybe i have a sexy look and start discovering it yeah i don't think it's your job to discover it you're not a professional that's why you got professional help and i think when you came to me you're like i don't know what to buy when i walk into a big store like h&m so this is where you have people like me who have gone through her own trial and errors picked out the you know stores that might work for you the sizes and the weights to wear and i think you could certainly go on youtube's to watch some posing Tips, for example. So there's a whole bunch of tips, right? You can do the arranger, the toucher, the leaner, the boxer, the kitten look, the smile, or the kid. There's so many different ways to vary your poses. And in a private picture, you could, of course, use your friend's shoulders, your girlfriend's, put your arms around your girlfriend's waist. That alone broadens your shoulder naturally. So you're actually using things to make you accentuate your masculine masculine features so you kind of have to think backwards in that sense but it's not on you i think you have to take a lot of different facial expressions and different poses and see what works you can try posting pictures of different clothes and see if it has more likes for example it's interesting people will always react at least a tool exists now to get instant feedback on what's working and what's not um and, and now you've talked about some of the masculine features. Would there be some additional things we could share for the women? Yeah, for sure. But just to add to the masculine, I believe also in getting some designer brand sunglasses or glasses or bold-faced watch and getting an, you know investing in a nice pair of shoes. And as I've mentioned before, at this point, these are all items where you can show your stylishness. And it's like an instant upping your style items. And this actually pulls our attention to your sexy masculine features. So 
in line with that, for women, we want to accentuate our feminine features. So we want to elongate our neck, which is why we don't want to protrude our face when we're talking online. We want to show our smiles. Same with men, our beautiful teeth. That also gives off a happy, friendly vibe to the other person and makes them feel relaxed. People like smiling faces. You could also tilt your neck. You can use matching lipstick, nails, bags, and shoes or heels for us. And for us, use wearing things that you can't imagine wearing, such as super tall pin heels and learning to walk elegantly in them ups our points immediately, not just for the opposite sex, but for, you know, the same sex. We just, the more uncomfortable the things that the person is wearing, but they're making it look comfortable, the more we're in awe with that, if that makes sense. So I also believe both men and women, you know, make sure you have at least a few colors you incorporate into your wardrobe. So we actually style, you know, from head to toe, including accessories and mix and matching high brands with low brands. That's another skill that you can learn. But the bolder you are with the items that you put on, I think the more confident and competent you will look. I remember with some of the students that we had ended up working with, um, we talked about how black is usually a color of comfort. We just want to wear yeah. black. We have that one black shirt or that one black dress for the ladies. Um, and you have a bit of a different opinion on this, uh, this color. So I wanted you to elaborate. Yeah. So for the first step, I don't believe that we should go for black, even though most of us think it's it makes us look skinnier, even, you know, more stylish, because that's what everyone else is doing. So if my agency models and I were invited to a parties, I make sure my models don't wear black. They're not inviting us to blend in with everyone else. And can you imagine, like, if you showed up in your black, you know, Hanes t-shirt at a party, let's say of 100 people, Jason, can you imagine a girl going back and, you know, like, oh, do you remember that hot guy in the faded black t-shirt? No, because 70, 80 percent, everyone else is wearing black. So you want to be memorable and impactful. So you cannot do what everybody else is doing. So you have to first decide that you want to be impactful, that you want to show your host some respect and make sure that you're adding value. And one way to add value is by looking your best, radiating your true, truest selves in ways people can see you on the outside. I feel there's a natural defense mechanism, and I think it comes from the analogy of, you know, the tall blade of grass gets chopped down. And mm -hmm. I feel like wearing the black is a bit more of staying safe. Now, there's going to be some discomfort that comes from being more bold in the choices of colors, being more bold in putting mm -hmm. yourself out there, standing out. I know for me, that was a, a bit of an adjustment period after I made some changes. Because for example, you had me wearing some accessories at the beginning, which I was like, wow, now it's now people are noticing me more. And it came with a level of fear, at least of vulnerability. And what do you guide people through when they start doing these kinds of steps? I think this lies true in everything we do. We have to get out of our comfort zone. But I think when you're open and daring and willing, as you and my other clients are, you will soon notice that that pain, the fear, will be exchanged for the massive reward you're, you know, 
income increases, your followers increase, everyone looks at you differently on the street. And that's something every client tells me. During the program, when we're, doing, we're shopping, for example, girls are checking them out, guys are checking me out, and it's a nice feeling. So what you think you were doing by wearing whatever, the nice black shirt, if that wasn't working for you, if it's not creating the impact you want, if it's not bringing you the income, the followers, then it's time to do a 180 degrees turn. So finding colors, like, you know, you were wearing a blue shirt when you were talking at my Valley. So that was good in a sense that you're wearing a Bordeaux color shirt, only that really looked bad on you. That color wasn't good. You also had it buttoned up to the top that made you look stiff. And you had one facial, you know, like a smile, one pattern, you know, smile that you always did, which is kind of boring. And then we also worked on the eyebrows in your case. And now you have so many angles, so many expressions. And you already had all that. You just didn't use it. But now that you learn how to use it, you could have all sorts of impact depending on the time, place, and occasion. I think that was one of the biggest barriers I had to overcome, which is I thought when I was going into this process, I was going to become somebody or something that I am not. Is this... Could you explain how that is not necessarily the case? Yeah, that's a very natural, you know, way people come in, even the entrepreneurs that you are come in. But I think it's only natural that you feel like that. But what you're doing, in essence, is externalizing what all you are and can be inside. So it's not that you didn't have that inside of you. It's just people couldn't see it. So minding the outer exterior part of us is part of our whole package, something you've been born with, something you're not utilizing to your advantage. And, you know, as I said, the first few seconds, you know, is what gives off your first impression. Nobody can tell how nice you are. Nobody can tell how certified you are. Nobody can tell how rich you are unless you evoke curiosity in the beginning. So it's very important to, one, care more about your priority. If you have a message to share, you know, you just have to do everything it takes to spread your message to more people. So getting out of your own self consciousness about your looks or feeling superficial that's just all gets erased once you attract all the all the people and the opportunities that will come naturally when you learn to look confident and look good and make us feel good as a result aya thank you so much for your time and coming and share these tips i know we're spending a short amount of time so what i want to do for people that are tuning in i would love to invite you to go to aya jean style coach on instagram you can see so many more tips and tricks that could be more specific to you styling is a very personal journey but what i wanted to make sure everybody understood from the content we covered so far is that yes it does matter first impressions matter especially in a world that has moved so much to the digital realm some people will be looking at us through a picture that is posted from us and you can put a little attention and care and making sure that your best assets do come out. We talked a bit about some of the masculine traits that you can emphasize as a man, some of the feminine traits you can emphasize as a woman, but the key here is be curious. Now that you understand its value, see if you can find some more additional information such as on Aya Jean's Instagram where you can learn more poses. You can go on YouTube and see what are the types of poses I can do. 
practice taking pictures. It's not about having a professional photographer. It's about you being a bit more curious and pushing the boundaries of what is your comfort zone. When it comes to the clothes you wear and all of this, you can always look for what's in style and practice. You can always work with a style coach as well. But the key thing is, what are the features you really want to accentuate? Are you willing to be outside of the norm, not just wearing that black, but really being more colorful, which brings out your own colorful personality in the process? It's not about being someone different than who you are. It's really about how do you make sure that who you are shines through by how you present yourself. And I think that's the biggest lesson that I've had by working with Aya. And I hope everybody that's listening to this realizes that once you start doing these little things, whether it's about getting that new job, whether it's about getting a promotion, whether it's about finding a partner or maybe raising money from venture capitalists, how you present yourself is important. And I know that some of the things that you learn by just paying a little more attention to your style, your mannerism, being a little more sexy, suave, smooth, it'll actually really, really help you in your personal development, professional development, and really unleash you as a superhuman that I know you are. Aya, once again, thank you so much for your time and everybody listening in, stay classy. Thanks again for tuning in. Hope you've enjoyed this podcast. And if you haven't signed up already, be sure to check out Mind Valley membership. Besides getting unlimited access to our top-rated programs and trainers, you'll also join an incredible supportive community on our new Connections app. This is basically a global campus where you find like-minded friends, mentors, and accountability partners from around the world online or get together at local meetups. If you want education that connects you with kindred spirits and transforms you from the inside out, Join the tribe at mindvalley.com forward slash superhuman today. My name is Jason Campbell, and this is Superhumans at Work, a Mind Valley podcast.